Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the March 16th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 535 to 540 of the Catechism. 3. The Mysteries of Jesus' Public Life The Baptism of Jesus 535. Jesus' Public Life begins with his baptism by John in the Jordan. John preaches a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. A crowd of sinners, tax collectors and soldiers, Pharisees and Sadducees, and prostitutes come to be baptised by him. Then Jesus appears. The Baptist hesitates, but Jesus insists and receives baptism. Then the Holy Spirit, in the form of a dove, comes upon Jesus, and a voice from heaven proclaims, This is my beloved Son. This is the manifestation, epiphany, of Jesus as Messiah, of Israel and Son of God. 536. The baptism of Jesus is, on his part, the acceptance and inauguration of his mission as God's suffering servant. He allows himself to be numbered among sinners. He is already the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Already he is anticipating the baptism of his bloody death. Already he is coming to fulfil all righteousness, that is, he is submitting himself entirely to his Father's will. Out of love, he consents to this baptism of death for the remission of sins. The Father's voice responds to the Son's acceptance, proclaiming his entire delight in his Son. The Spirit, whom Jesus possessed in in fullness from his conception, comes to rest on him. Jesus will be the source of the Spirit for all mankind. At his baptism the heavens were opened, the heavens that Adam's sin had closed, and the waters were sanctified by the descent of Jesus and the Spirit, a prelude to the new creation. 537. Through baptism, the Christian is sacramentally assimilated to Jesus, who in his own baptism anticipates his death and resurrection. The Christian must enter into this mystery of the humble self-abasement and repentance. Go down into the water with Jesus in order to rise with him, to be reborn of water and the Spirit, so as to become the Father's beloved Son in the Son and walk in newness of life. Let us be buried with Christ by baptism, to rise with him. Let us go down with him to be raised up with him. And let us rise with him to be glorified with him. Everything that happened to Christ lets us know that, after the bath of water, the Holy Spirit swoops down upon us from high heaven, and that, adopted by the Father's voice, we become sons of God. Jesus' Temptations 538 The Gospels speak of a time of solitude for Jesus in the desert, Immediately after his baptism by John, driven by the Spirit into the desert, Jesus remains there for forty years without eating. He lives among the wild beasts and angels minister to him. At the end of this time, Satan tempts him three times, seeking to compromise his filial attitude towards God. Jesus rebuffs those attacks, which recapitulate the temptations of Adam in paradise and of Israel in the desert and the devil leaves him until an opportune time. 539. 
the evangelists indicate the salvific meaning of these mystery, of these of this mysterious event jesus is the new adam who remained faithful just where the first adam had given in to temptation jesus fulfills israel's vocation perfectly in contrast to those who had once provoked god during 40 years in the desert christ reveals himself as god's servant truly obedient to the divine will in this, Jesus is the devil's conqueror. He binds the strong man to take back his plunder. Jesus' victory over the tempter in the desert anticipates victory of the passion, the supreme act of obedience of his filial love for the Father. 540. Jesus' temptations reveals the way in which the Son of God is Messiah, contrary to the way Satan proposes to him and the way men wish to attribute to him. That is why Christ vanquished the tempter for us. For we have not a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who, in every respect, has been tested as we are, yet without sinning. By the solemn forty days of Lent, the Church unites herself each year to the mystery of Jesus in the desert. Very well, so we have this section that continues um, the mysteries of Jesus' public life. And we're looking, first of all, at the baptism of Jesus. It's interesting how Jesus' baptism and the epiphany, the uh, coming of the, th of the three wise men um, and the um, wedding at Cana are all, in a sense, the same mystery, the same fact, this revelation of God, that God allows himself to be seen. And that this um, manifestation that he has is an important manifestation to us, showing himself to us, that God shows himself. And we're invited to look, we're invited to, uh, to appreciate this. And then the second thing is this um, series of the temptations. The temptations that Christ has is the beginning of this recapitulation. Adam messed up. When Adam was tempted, he gave in. He sinned, he took the fruit, he blasphemed, he did everything that really that, um, that the devil wanted him to do and rejected God. And Christ undoes his sin. He undoes it. He has bound the strong man, taken back the plunder. The plunder is us really. That Christ has come to rescue us and that we're invited in the time of Lent which is more in keeping with what we're celebrating this time of the year, he, we're, he, we're invited in the time of Lent to join ourselves to Christ, to join ourselves to this temptation in the desert. Christ fasted for 40 days in the desert, just as the people of Israel had wandered for 40 days, for 40 years in the desert during the Exodus. He is truly the one who doesn't complain, who doesn't grumble, who doesn't give out like the Israelites do, he is the one who doesn't reject God like Adam and Eve do, but he's the one that shows us the way back and brings us along this way. Not only does he show the way back to God, but he carries us along that way if we want to go on it. So really, today there's this invitation to come back to the Lord, to unite ourselves to Christ, to see him in the manifestation of the Epiphany, in the manifestation of his baptism, and to come back to the Lord in the, in the recapitulation that we're given 
during the, uh, the time of Lent. So tomorrow we'll continue and tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 541 to 553 of the Catechism. God bless.